0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Walt here, and this is the Blue versus Green show. I will be your QB for this episode, and I'm joined here by a very dejected and very pissed off, and rightfully so, uh, <laughs> Giant fan,
1: Gabe. Yeah, hey, what's up, man? Very, very, very peed off, Giant fan. What's up, guys?
0: Hey, listen, you're not the only one. I'm, I'm over here, and I'm, I'm, I can't quantify how I feel right now. Let's put it that way. So but before we go on, um, please remember to uh, subscribe, hit that notification button and um, give us some likes and also comment on our YouTube videos. We would love to hear from you guys. You know, let's have a conversation, especially this week after in the aftermath of Jets versus Giants. I mean, should we just get into it?
1: Yeah, you know what? Let, let me hear. I mean, you heard my rant. I mean, we were we saw the game live together. Um, uh, we had we, we had that we quite had. the
0: conversation
1: at the end. I, yeah, think, I we, think we scared heard everybody off, right? You know, let's 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 give uh let's give our thoughts for the viewers to 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 kind of partake in um what we thought, and I'll try to keep my thoughts to a lower volume this time around.
0: <laughs> I think we'll I think we'll be able to handle
1: it um do you want to go first No you go you go dude. I'm still processing it's gonna take me so like uh, quite so a while I. To, you know like, I,
0: I li- it's a victory for the Jets and it's now what we're recording this on a Sunday night at 8 51 so right. it's been a good what almost five hours since the game ended I suppose I so still, I still don't know what to think about this game i'm I'm vacillating be, between hey it's a it's a a victory against an NFL team to I literally just saw the worst game that I think I have ever seen in my entire 52 years of life on this planet to the Jets won to what happens next next week to Is Zach a good quarterback? Is Zach not a good quarterback? What do we? I I mean, I really don't know how to feel about this game, Gabe. I really don't. Uh, Help me out here because because I'm have I'm the guy I'm I'm I'm, I'm the fan of the team that won. And I don't know how to feel about it right now.
1: So the thing is so the thing is that yeah, so so if you take a look at like the stats, the stats tell lies, obviously, because if you look at it, you know, Zach Bulls had 240 yards in the touchdown. Zach Taylor had eight yards, and that was the most yards that any QB for the Giants had today. Um, yet we were the ones in what in what seemed like control for the majority of the game because Dable decided to run the entire game all the way. Uh, to, you know, basically run the clock the entire game. Um, what,
0: what was it that you kept on telling me? The, the odds were at the end of the fourth quarter, 999 at, 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 at our
1: very final play in regulation, when we were four, it was fourth down and, and one, mm-hmm. where, where we either go for it and then ice the game. If we get a first down, it's game over. It's 28 seconds left. Um, or we get the field goal, we go, no, which he was 35 yards away. Very, very, very makeable field goal um the odds were i believe 97.9 percent on the giants winning on either of those decisions so you, if, if they went for it on uh fourth and one whether they got the first down or whether they missed on it they were still 97.9 percent chance of winning and if they went for the field goal was they won or did it make it, it was still 97.9% chance of winning. That's the crazy thing about it, that there was such a high chance of winning that I can understand Dable going for it. Um, I think, you know, maybe, I mean, uh, going for the field goal, I think that maybe I would have gone for it. Um, but after hearing Dable talk about uh, why he, he went for it. He's, not, he's, he's very familiar with the interview. Yeah, I'd say this. Um... This game, I kind of figured this is the way the game would be played out. So we were we were going to run the ball regardless, uh, the weather conditions, the way our defense was playing, uh, we knew it would be you know, kind of a fourth quarter game. So that's, I felt comfortable with him, obviously running the, the offense. But again, the plan was, you know, we were going to keep it on the ground quite a bit. Uh, based on the weather and based on how we thought the game was going to be played out. And it played out pretty much. The way we thought it was going to be played out just came up short. That was- I can totally understand that too. It made total sense. Um, but as far as my thoughts on the game itself, uh, I am I'm extremely upset because I thought that this that we were starting to we were starting to kind of turn the corner, and I still feel like we had a lot a lot of really good stuff happening. You know, our defense played even better than last week, which it did. Better than the week before. You know, mm-hmm. um, I thought, uh, you know, Barkley, I got to give credit to Barkley where he played, I think, uh, a great game considering that he's playing one of the best defenses, maybe not top 10. To me, he's the defense, you know, the debate is apparently out. But going up against a really, really good defense and being able to 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 still run the ball, knowing that he's going to run the ball the entire game, um, there was a lot to take away from that. Uh, I he just, ran it for 36, 36 times, yeah. You know, I hate the fact that we not only it, it's, it's one thing to have QB trouble the same way that you guys are having QB trouble is Zach Wilson the future? Is Daniel Jones the trouble? The the, the future, um, it's a whole nother thing to have him hurt, then have t- it's Rob Taylor get hurt, and then have your uh practice squad QB come in and basically manage the game for you, manage the runs for you, and still be the team that's favored to win with 28 seconds left in the game. I don't understand how that can be the Giants, and then I don't understand how we could still lose the game. On both sides of the coin, it's the emotional roller coaster that that game was in the final two minutes. I mean, 28 seconds left, Gano was going for the kick, I shook your hand thinking that it was game over, and it was not. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what yeah, to that say. Was, I, mean, I have a lot to
0: say, but a lot of it's going to be negative. So. That that was a very exhausting game. You know that that was yeah. probably one of one of the most exhausting games that I, I think I've ever been a part of, seen, watched, experienced with somebody else. It was just I I, I, I there the, there's there's a with with the Jets. I'm I'm struggling to find positive things here. I guess I guess the positive thing is that the Jets defense did play relatively well. You know, I mean they did give up 200 and some odd yards rushing today, you know, which is which is one of the weaknesses of the of the Jets. You know, they're they're not very good in the run game uh this year. Um for what Salah's you know stay here that they have had trouble dealing with very good running backs. That that's been a staple of this of this Jets defense. Um, but the the pass, I, I can't even. The pass defense was incredible. But you know, and and no disrespect to your players, they were playing Tyrod Taylor and you know Dan, uh, Danny Devito, right? No, what's his name? Danny Devito, Tommy Devito, DeVito Tommy Devito. <laughs> we probably would have had a better shot if he had Danny exactly, Devito, off there. you know. Um, they were playing against Tommy DeVito. So, you know, not, not world busters in any sense of the imagination here. You know, they weren't playing against the, the Josh Allens and the Patrick Mahomes of the NFL, you know. Um, I, I, I The frustrating thing is that, and you've even said it yourself, um, the Giants were down to like their last quarterback. I mean, if, if DeVito got hurt, Saquon would be running the wildcat. And the Jets found a way to make this a game
1: that they almost lost. A game that they should have lost. Let's not sugarcoat it. The Jets should have lost this game. Well, but you know what? By all means.
0: You can say the same thing about the KC game. They should have won that game. So, you know, this kind of stuff happens and you can look at KC today KC lost
1: to yeah. a the clearly imperial the KC team game, though you know I got I got to stop you there cuz the difference between the KC game is that the refs stole that one from you guys we gave you guys this one
0: no no but well, I guess what I'm saying is that the law of averages ends up catching up to everybody you know what I'm saying
1: so <laughs> seems you win it up to the giants what well. the hell did we do to average these numbers <laughs> negative 9 passing yards Bro. yeah that, that's that's pretty bad yeah it,
0: Listen, the the state of the the Giants right now is is really really dire. I mean, what what do you do at the quarterback position now? I mean, I don't think Jones is ready to come back next week. And we, um, I mean, we don't. Know, Taylor he's thing, man. like Taylor is staying I, like, at the hospital overnight.
1: Well, so, yeah, he's got broken ribs. I, I I would assume that he might even need surgery because the issue with broken ribs is that you can't put a cast around the body. No. If you have a displaced rib. You need surgery in order to place it back to 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 put it back if but it's a broken not, rib sure. not just a, displaced a while, cartilage. Man. if it's just displaced cartilage you can kind of force it in um but if it's an actual broken rib and it's out of place you have to open them up put it back together and then seal them up i would hope that it's not that serious i would imagine that it's probably because it was more in the sternum area in the center um there's a lot of cartilage there and maybe the cartilage kind of uh is misaligned and And it's something that he's going to have to stay overnight just for the discomfort issue that he's dealing with. It's uh, a common thing that happens in grappling and wrestling and stuff. So 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 I encounter that a lot, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, as far as like students at at my academy and all that and training partners and past experience. Um, But. But, yeah, I don't I don't know what we did to deserve this. I think that what we should really do, though, is kind of go at it kind of phase by phase, offense, defense on both sides, special teams on both sides, um, and then maybe kind of figure – because, I mean, how else are we going to figure out how to break down the – what do you analyze from this game?
0: I, I don't know. I mean, so, yeah, we, we can go we can go squad by squad, you know, and, and and see if if maybe that's how we do it, I guess,
1: you know. Um, I- hey. <laughs> I mean, this is a weird I, episode, man. So it, because so the thing is, all right, this is my take on it. How <laughs> about I give you my take on the game? And I know that we already heard hear my take. I don't know if you've had like time to kind of simmer down and 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 not combat me as much. Uh and I'll try to not combat your points as much either. Uh that was so we won't have of fun, a match like we did earlier. That, that was actually kind uh, of
0: fun though. I don't, for I don't you,
1: because know. you won the game. Oh, I mean well, <laughs> <laughs> anyway right. anyway let's let's go let's all right go. look i like so here's 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 the thing i know that there's going to be there's there's a lot there's a lot that people are talking about with you know uh the fact that we got negative nine uh passing yards um and and tommy devito not getting a chance to throw it but i think this is where context comes into play it's rob taylor goes out there and he he didn't have, you know, a lot of anything. Um, you know, he had let me just take a look real quick. He uh he had just he just he had seven attempts, and so did the veto for that matter, so 14 attempts. But between the two of them, it's six completions over 14 attempts, so it's less than 50 percent. But the fact that we were struggling so much. So early on with Terod Taylor in the rain, in the situation, it kind of confirmed for Debo what he thought it was going to be because of the weather conditions, because of where they were and all that stuff, and because of the the situation on the team. There's a reason why even Terod Taylor wasn't really throwing the ball either. It's because they knew that this is how the, the game was going to play. So if Terod Taylor is not having any success, and you're having success with the run game. When Tommy DeVito comes in to replace Terrell Taylor, not for anything else other than the fact that he's injured, what is there for at all in the story of the game uh, for Dable to say, you know what, I'm going to abandon my original strategy of running the ball and give DeVito a chance to throw the ball, even though we were failing with DeVito with uh, with Terrell Taylor, mm-hmm. considering that the entire game, credit to you guys, your corners were completely shutting down any receiver options that we had. Period. I mean, how right. often was Rod Taylor pressured where he had to where he had to run the ball not because of pressure, but because he had absolutely no options and the pocket was was falling <laughs> apart, and he had to kind of escape out of the pocket or run not because he was running for his life, but because he had no options. It's a little bit different than what Daniel Jones was dealing with, which is that the offensive line was collapsing a lot. In this situation, is that raw Taylor had zero options that were open, and he was like, "Well, if nothing is open, I I, I need to run the ball," you know. Um, so that's more credit to the Jets, the Jets defense than anything else. But that goes to what I think is 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 the story of this game, which is a, a game of two coaches and Dable coaching with the hand that he's dealt, and he's dealt a really bad hand, and Salah coaching. With the hand that he's dealt, where he has a lot, he has, he has, he almost has a full house, but he's missing the one card, which is, I I wouldn't say that because remember, they, they
0: lost their center and you can't underestimate, you know, the, the communication that goes between center and quarterback. You know, that, that is a, that is a very, very big thing. So, okay. That
1: is absolutely true. But it, but, but aside from, I would say, A couple of plays, I couldn't see anything that happened after uh Newman came in. Where, yeah, and that's a credit to him because he he balled out, but 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 then how but then how did it affect that game that much aside from the fumble that happened?
0: Well, here's here's what it is so so first of all, clearly there was there was issues at the very beginning, and and he even he even said it in his post game interview, you know, you there, there, there's a very symbiotic. Um, relationship that that a center and a, and a quarterback has, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 have to be in sync. This is this doesn't happen over a quarter. This happens over many many games and stuff like that. And so you know, to have Zach come in, you know, there's cadences. There's there's certain there's a lot of things that go with being a center for a quarterback, right? So to their credit, they found a way to make it work. Okay, mm. so so. But at the very at the very beginning, you, you clearly saw that there was growing pains there. There was the fumble, there was a couple of high snaps that, that you saw yeah. where Zach yeah. had to pull it down, you know what I'm saying? So that affected the game that way. I think the, the biggest thing that I see in terms of the offense with with Zach, and this is gonna sound really weird because I know I was killing him for the for the entirety of the game, and I still will, you know.
1: Zach you're about to you're about to rub my feathers the wrong way man no no
0: no 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 no. here's what it is and and I I heard this and I wish I wish I, I remember who said it because I wanted to give them credit for this Zach and the Jets and I'm I'm gonna go specifically to the Jets Jets management Jets coaching and stuff like that Zach is put behind the eight ball because there is only one person on that team that can catch a fucking ball and that's Garrett Wilson because we saw Brees Hall drop a bunch of balls. We saw that big one where he was clearly wide open. That would have been a first down toward the end of the game, and he dropped it. You saw Lazard drop a whole bunch of balls. I think total for the game, there was like at least five or six drops, you know what I'm saying, and and other things and stuff like that. So, you know, at some point, you gotta you gotta Zach was putting the ball on their hands. They've gotta catch the ball. And that was one of the things that I was kind of happy that Randall Cobb was inactivated for this game. He was a healthy scratch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but it it didn't manifest itself because they kept on they kept on going to the guys that even Conklin had drops, you know. So it, you look at it. If, if you catch just some of those balls, maybe we have, we have a different outcome here. That's the first thing, you know what I'm saying? And the second thing, and this is the thing that drives me nuts about Zach Wilson, and I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. Zach Wilson is one of these quarterbacks. He's the X factor. He's the only reason why I couldn't fully go behind the Jets this week because we know what Zach could or couldn't be, right? Zach, for 58 minutes of that game, did not play well. I'll I'll even go a step further. For 59 minutes and 36 seconds of that game, he did not play well. Mm -hmm. But in in those 24 seconds, right? And I I think I I sent the graphic to you. He is the first quarterback in about, what, I think it was 20 years that has thrown multiple 25-yard passes in the last 30 seconds of a game. Now think about that. Patrick Mahomes and and, and, and and that's great. Matt if hasn't it, done it. That's
1: if that's we're going great all the way back. Again, so, We spoke so, about this though. So that's that's one of that's what I that's what I've always said. That's the one thing that Zach Scott is that he's going to be able to throw the ball hard and long. Okay, Great. Uh, pause. But um, that being said, how many of those? How many of the nineteen at the nineteen? Uh, yeah, of nineteen throws that didn't happen were drop balls or just bad throws. Yeah, he played really, really bad and, 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 Yeah, and that's I don't know that thirty-six seconds of the game, or what twenty-eight seconds of the game make, or twenty-eight seconds of good play make up for the entire game. But, but it's not, and not,
0: it's not just that because he he did he did have a say in the overtime also. You know what I'm saying? Because he he took that team down the field in order to get it in, into position to get that field goal. So. It, it extends past just those 24 seconds. But that's the maddening thing about Zach, right? Zach, Zach you have bad Zach and you have good Zach. Just like well, you have good TP and bad T, right? After this game, do you have more confidence or less No, confidence? I don't. I don't. And I'm going you to the game on more? Monday. I'm going to get on the game on Monday night. I don't know what, what to expect from this team on Monday. I really don't. Because we're going against a Charger team, those charges—they're winning right now, fourteen to nothing. They can put up points. Where the hell are we going to get the points on the on the offensive side for the Jets? You know, like can I trust Zach? Now, granted, your defense bowled out today. Okay, there is no question about that. Zach has, for the first first half of this this season, has played very very tough defenses. But today was clearly a step back until 24 seconds left in the game. (laughs) And it's so frustrating as a Jets fan to see that there is a way and a path forward to play Zach. Zach is well at throwing the deep ball. Why do we never go with... Why do we never exploit that as a coaching staff? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it feels like... The Kansas City game was for nothing because you had the roadmap there on how to play good Zach. And then you revert to this crap today where you're
1: going back to bad Zach. But again, I don't necessarily you know? think that that's just the coaching. I don't think that it's a, I think it's I think it's a, a Zach as a person kind of thing. I mean, early on, he was doing something. Of, Doing some really boneheaded throws that even the Aaron Rodgers was like, "What that looked like?" like we can't confirm or you know deny or whatever, but it looked like Aaron Rodgers was just like, "Come on, give me a break." And then we see that like late in the game, that that super super easy pass that would have been a guaranteed first down for you guys. Um, that was it, it was a ten yard throw, at, at yeah, maybe less than that. Had, that you a know? lot of quarterbacks do that. You know, I, 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 I on, can, I can, a lot of quarterbacks do it, but like Zach does it a lot. He hasn't done
0: it this year, though. That's that's the thing. We're, we're, we're seeing growth from him. He hasn't had the last year. He had it all the time this year. He hasn't done that. And, wow. you know, not for nothing, those two fumbles. You know, one of them was clearly on him. The other one, maybe not so much at the at the end of the day, no interceptions for him. You know what I'm saying? That there was maybe one or two that maybe you can say were interception worthy, but other than that, yeah. And that that one play that you're referencing that was out to the flat too, I think it was either Michael Carter or Brees Hall. I don't remember what it, it was. I think it was Michael Carter. Yeah, it was out to the the right flat for whatever. Listen, you. At, at the end of the day, this is still not the Zach from last year. This is a somewhat improved version of Zach. Now we're still not there all the way. And now I, mean, I, I question whether we'll ever get there. You know what I'm saying? There was some improvement, but clearly this week was a step back for him. There, there's no doubt I about mean, it. I
1: it, mean, it, you could say there was a step back. I think that it was just, uh, you know, the, the the Giants defense. Let's talk a little bit about the Giants defense right now. Yeah. I think the Giants defense came to play, you know, what everybody more than what everybody even expected out of the season. Um, but, you know, our two big names, Sexy Dexy and uh, and Kayvon Thibodeau. Kayvon Thibodeau shutting up a lot of people. Even in this loss, he shut up a lot of people. We heard his name in the entire in the entire game and not for the wrong reasons, not for penalties, even though he did. um, he did he, have a massive the end of the game. Late, he had a penalty, but it didn't matter because you guys declined that penalty anyway. But outside of that, he played a near perfect game, um, uh, as perfect as you could play. Lots of pressures, not giving up. Um you know, there was a, a missed tackle on Brees Hall that he was able to get up and chase him back down and, and make up for it and tackle him. Um, he, he played outstanding, and I hope that a lot of people in New York media can now shut up about Thibodeau um and saying that he's a bust. I don't think that he's a bust. I think that he's doing the job that he was brought here to do. Um, maybe starting off a little bit slow compared to, you know, last year when we expected him to come out like this last year uh but he's 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 playing assignment football he's doing the job that he's being told to do, so you can't get mad at the man for doing what he's being asked asked of um but I also you know flot was an amazing did an amazing job this game you know breaking up a ton of passes that I think he that did have a good you know, game he yeah i mean you know game. Garrett Wilson you know a lot of these amazing plays there were there were good throws and there were some bad throws like that Gary Wilson was able to make look like good throws um uh, but flot also was able to break up some of these I mean some of these some of these catches would have been really really bad for the Giants if if flot didn't break them up he broke up like three really really good uh throws by Zach Wilson to Garrett Wilson. and if it wasn't for that I think we definitely would have been a little in a, in a lot more trouble than we were towards the end of the game um uh but but Tay banks also had a great game um I would have liked to see a little bit more from from him uh, in this game, but I, I, I like that we have two reliable corners. Tay T-Bank, uh, Banks, um, Tay Banks,
0: the stats kind of tell a different story with Tay Banks because I know, uh, I know they do,
1: I know they do. But he came up big. The thing is, he came up big when he needed to come up big. He made a couple big plays that that were meaningful. Um, yeah, I, know, I was so
0: looking, I was looking at uh, his stats with regard to so he he um, he was up on Garrett Wilson, I think like. I think they said like 36 out of 39 snaps um he did give up 71 yards to uh garrett uh and uh, but the, the interesting thing is that with tay banks you know garrett wilson's day today was the entirety of his entire season so far so tay banks is having a fantastic season i think he he definitely is a guy that has to be considered for a uh, defensive player of the year um just on his play but you know, Garrett Wilson did Gary Wilson things to Tay Banks today, you know, I mean, but that did, being you know, that, being said, room that, room. Said, that, that being said, that, that defense did play well today. I think, you know, we're, we're over here, you know, screaming about the ineptitude of the Giants offense. It, it's kind of disservice a disservice to the Giants defense because they had something to do with that also.
1: I mean, yeah, it, it, well, it's, it's tough to. It's really and tough when to it comes to like the offense. Game, it's hard for you you know? again, like it's really, really hard for me to call it ineptitude when it's just lack, lacking. It's it's. I I feel like it's less about ineptitude and more about lacking. We lost Aaron Waller. Um, really no no early, no, no, early. no no
0: no. I'm not talking about the Giants' offense. I'm talking about the Jets. It's, right. It's right. a disservice to the Jets to say that the Jets' offense was inept. It's a disorder. Oh, oh yeah, 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 Giant yeah. defense,
1: you know, to say that because yeah, they, man, didn't like have, that, they did have they did have something to do it. with that, you know. Right, but that's the thing. Like, I do think that like that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that the Jets' offense is inept. I really don't. I mean, the reason one of the main reasons that you guys got so many passing yards is because you guys have such great weapons that 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 make plays, yeah. you know, and yeah. even yeah. against a You're really right. good defense. Just you, Garrett you,
0: Wilson. Huh? We have, we have one good, big, big offensive player there. That's Garrett Wilson. I mean, Breeze had
1: six receptions for 76 yards. No, no, no. no I, I know, but,
0: but in terms of, like, the, the receiving core –
1: there's only one guy. Lazard Lazar, Lazar made some – you you were kind of harping on Lazard, but Lazard made some amazing catches too. He only had three catches for 45 yards, but those – some of those came in really key moments, especially towards okay. the end of the game where you needed those drives when you need those first downs. Who got them? It was Lazard that got you those first downs. I, you have weapons. You have multiple weapons. Yeah, they're not all going to be Garrett Wilson. By comparison, yeah, oh, we got Garrett Wilson, but – if you're if you're if you're telling me that you you that that that's the only one that you got well between hall lazard and even azuma you had oh uh, you had what is it about 130 yards and just receiving not even rushing just receiving
0: well a lot of that was the chunk play by Brees hall that 50 yard touchdown so you that's take that you take, you take you take that out you take that out
1: those 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 stats look a little bit more. So you take that out, and we win the game. So, right. you know. No, I, I know. But but, but so, then, that, so then it counts anyway, though.
0: No, that's true. But you know what? It, it, it's difficult because you have players that you can't really count on, right? Like you can't count on Lazard. Like Lazard had a, had a very good game toward the end of the game. But you know what? What happens those first three quarters? They do matter, also. Everything stacks, right? So if you're
1: dropping balls all over the place, right? But again, play. this is where context matters. We're talking about a Giants defense that's playing really, really game all four quarters. All four quarters, they played a really, really good game, and that ball was way slippery the first three quarters and the fourth quarter. Uh, I think these things matter, and and so then either it's either that the Giants defense was really good, or that Lazard was really bad. You can't have both, right? No, you can. Both
0: both things can be true. Both things can be true. I, I don't think it's, it's an either or. You can you can have a Giants defense that plays very well, and you can also have a guy that drops balls. That, that I don't think those two those two you can you you have to separate the two. I think both can be true at the same time. You know. I
1: suppose so. I suppose so. So I you know I, I just is- I just I wouldn't I wouldn't say that the only weapon that you guys have is Garrett Wilson. That's all I'm saying. It just feels that way right now
0: because you know what, we 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 don't have a guy that we trust, like that that's on the other side of Garrett Wilson. Like we we tried the the Randall Cobb experiment, that failed spectacularly. Well, you know what I'm saying. We don't have even one guy. We don't even have an. We don't even have an Alizar. Right. Okay. Okay. We don't
1: even have that.
0: You know, no, I, mean, I I so, I get it. I get it, but I'm talking strictly on the
1: Jets side. You right, know, right. But that's a, but so. but to go now to the to the Giants. So let's right? go over because to the Giants and stuff because we're we enough time with the Jets. We're talking about Dable and the offense and how bad he did as a coach. We don't have even a Garrett Wilson or Lazard, or anybody that we could throw it to. The only person that could go up and make a big play because he is a big guy, Darren Waller, he was out also. And then on top of that, even if we have the weapons, we don't even have a guy that can throw to these weapons. It's just really hard for me to say that like, hey, the play calling or the coaching was abysmal. Sure, the coaching may not have been great, but under these conditions, I don't know what coach, like I can't say what coach, maybe Belichick, I don't even know. Belichick, I guarantee you, he would have just ran the ball the entire game also, knowing Belichick. And he did do that for one game, if that's, I remember. That's what Belichick. he does. When we, like two you games know. ago, was, was it two games ago, or the last two games actually, where he was like, you know what, Mac Jones, I don't trust you right now, run the ball the entire game, right? No, Mac Jones, Mac Jones has been balling out the last
0: couple of games. It was last year, I think, where he, he took, I can't remember which game it was, but literally I think Mac Jones threw the ball like four times for the entire game, and he wasn't hurt.
1: So, you know, I mean, um, I, just, I just I just going back to the, I just, to, to the coaching, I just have a ton of trouble, you know, saying that it was abysmal coaching when you don't when you have to also take into context the situation. So um,
0: here's what I would say to that, Gabe, you know, and and I know that you and I kind of differ on this and I'm I'm not I'm not 100 percent not with you on this. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because I, I do think that there there is. You have to have context in it, right? And the fact that you're down to like literally the practice squad quarterback, you know what I'm saying?
1: That that does affect things. What do we say? What do we say was our next in line backup if, Saquon. if, uh, if, uh, um, if, 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 uh, what is he, Tommy DeVito goes down? It was, it was Saquon. Right. If we put Saquon in there, then we literally have zero game. What's Saquon going to do? Pass the ball to himself to run it? It's just going to be quarterback design runs for the rest of the game. I mean, it would it, we it would basically
0: yeah, it would basically be that San Francisco game, uh the playoff game last year when uh what yeah, the yeah, uh, 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 Caffrey ended
1: up yeah yeah exactly I mean, Cafferty, like take a take a couple snaps
0: yeah and and so you, you perfect example right San Francisco who is a great team. They couldn't win doing that, you know what I'm saying. So imagine the Giants, right? Which, which, right, right. Not, so I'm not fair, to yeah, the I level. Into your
1: point over uh, yeah, Dable
0: but but he, here's the thing that I have with with Dable and and you know you and I kind of disagree on this a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, yes, I understand that you know Devito hasn't had many snaps, if any, with the first team, right? And you know you're you're literally down to your your last quarterback, but you can come up with some creative things you know you you can do a couple of screen passes which they tried to do in overtime you know what i'm saying like in overtime all of a sudden the run game was like okay we're not going to do that anymore let's actually try and throw the ball you know you could have done something a little different it didn't have to be 10 straight you know um snaps to the to the running back you know you could have done there are safe quote unquote safe passing options that you have. And at the very least, even if they don't work, it kind of frees up that defense to say, you know what? There's still a possibility that you know this guy's gonna throw it. So we can but basically what you did was you let you let the defense key in on Saquon for the better part of the last quarter. You know, I—I I, that's the problem that I have is that you put Saquon in an impossible position to succeed because they're literally even the guys on on TV were saying it. Oh, they're going to pass it off to Saquon. If hey, those guys and, are and, saying and, it, then what do you think the that. defense is saying? You
1: know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. So, right. But here's the thing that I ask you. Here's the thing that I ask you. What was the necessity of it? If if the necessity if, they, if the necessity there outweighs was necessity the necessity at the end of the game, you on, never know on. what's going to happen, right? Hold on. If the necessity outweighs the risk, you take the risk. If the risk outweighs the necessity, then you don't take it, and that's the way that I looked at it. You get a quarterback in there doing some pass plays against you know, a defense that's hungry, that's losing, that is one of the best defenses, that causes a ton of turnovers, Okay, and you put the ball at risk of being turned over with really good position a lot of time, versus running the clock and running the ball and protecting the ball because you have a lead, which one is the better route? You know, you don't have faith in in any of your receivers because they haven't given you any reason to have faith in them. And you don't have faith in your in your quarterback because this is his literally first pro game ever. But but Gabe, let me let me You don't even have previous pro football footage on DeVito to say that like okay what he did in the preseason he can do on on the field in 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 the in the uh in a professional game you know let me let me ask
0: you this question though if you're you're constantly and i and i get that but but let Mm -hmm. me let me put it to you in another way okay if you're constantly taking the ball and and just trying to run the ball you're you're doing three and outs right Uh, eventually eventually you're flipping the field the the wrong way yeah so you're you're now what you're doing by playing it safe, right is, is essentially you're playing the field position game toward to the negative for your team because now it's three and outs now the Jets are getting a shorter field. do you do it again? it It's a shorter field you're you're enabling in a, in a sense yes i understand that you're trying to minimize the risks here of a, of an interception and stuff like that but you're putting the other team in better positions
1: to score let me ask so you before I-, I answer that question before I and i'm going to answer that question answer me this what is the most reliable part of the jets team after today or not even today during today before today Is it's the defense Okay, pressure, so oh, to, to answer teams. that, to answer question that, is great. yeah, that's exactly what I'm gonna do because I'm trusting my defense more than anything else on this team. You're talking about the Giants, the Giants defense, yes. I'm gonna like it'll end up being three now if we get lucky and we break through against this amazing defense and able to keep getting first downs, which we did that's a couple times. Years. It wasn't back to back to back three and outs, okay. But if the run gives me time off of the clock while keeping the lead, um, and it allows me to protect the ball so then the defense can do the job that they've been doing all game, then I'm going to keep playing that. It's been working the entire game, and it's the only thing that I trust. Yeah, that's exactly what I would do. Maybe I would play around with some passes here and there, but I can also understand not doing that. That's what I'm trying to say. I can can understand it both ways, but I don't call it bad coaching because – ultimately it did put us in position to win the game that strategy put us in position to ice the game it, it put you in a position to not lose the game there's a very big difference to that you know what i'm saying
0: and i and i know no, because doesn't, we were in position to win the game if we had we if, let me
1: ask you a question if we had gotten that field goal would we have won the game
0: We don't, we don't know we'll never know because, because listen it's no no it, because, because you can't play that game because you know what then that necessitates a different type of offensive strategy on on the jets part so so maybe they don't go down the field in the middle of the field maybe they they start going toward the side to make sure that they you can't play that game you know what I'm saying it doesn't
1: work that way okay you know? okay so then let me rephrase the question okay does it put us in the, does it give us a better chance of winning the game?
0: It, 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 but but it, okay. So I mean, you gotta answer a question at one point. No, 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 no. It, it it does. But in retrospect, you know, I I hate I hate when teams play conservatively. I hate when teams play not to lose a game. I I always I always this is my philosophy. Okay, I always think you're always trying to win the game. You're being right. proactive to try and win the game. And we've seen it too many times in the NFL, at least I have, you know, for as long as I've been watching and playing it. You've seen it too many times when teams are trying to not lose games. That's exactly
1: what happens. It
0: happens too many
1: times. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't think that that's true. I mean, like, because the thing is, this isn't a strategy that's new. This is a strategy that's and done. It always through. fails. It always it's fails. It's not true that it always when, fails. When have, the, Chiefs like, are one, the Chiefs are the kings of like score. We got a lead. All right, run it and then just keep running it yeah, until you can't we get something. The, you, can't, you can't equate the Chiefs to the Giants. I know man. that I can't equate you the Chiefs to the Giants. Of because that, that's there's a very I, different of dynamic. I but you said teams. You didn't say Giants. You said teams. You hate when the teams are just try, make, trying to not lose the game. Okay. This is that, right? So, like, so so if some teams can do it, why can't the Giants do that too? Because the Giants
0: aren't as as skilled as talented as some of the, the some of the teams that you mentioned.
1: You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So why That's should the I trust that with such a small margin, three points, with three points, that I can take risks? Let me ask you a
0: question then. Do you wish that they they had tried to win the game as opposed to just you know running the ball out? No, in retrospect, in retrospect, yeah, you, no, you in still, retrospect, no, think?
1: no, absolutely okay. not.
0: Okay. I guess, I guess, I guess we'll because, agree because, to I would have enough. done
1: the same thing, for example, and I'm going to bring this to my personal life. You know, I run a jujitsu academy for some of you guys that don't know. Um, I also, you know, coach Muay Thai, striking uh, MMA fights and stuff. Um, when I have a student, when I have to coach students that are competing, I'm always going to coach based on what I trust that they can do. And we have a pretty high success rate. And that comes from not from all of them being superstars, but from the ones that I know that can't do certain moves, I'll tell them to like, hey, I want you to just kind of like do this, do that. I'm not going to tell you to make this high fly move or go for submission or or take the back. If I know that there's a time of minute and a half left and I know that all you got to do is kind of protect yourself and not get not get swept or, you know, not get scored on points wise. I will do that because of not because not because that's how I want to win. But because I need to coach the win if that's how I think that you're going to win based on the skills that I see and the proof that you've given me, not just in the past, in the, in the training room, but in the past performances. There no, are students fine. that I'm going to coach to run up the score, then get the submission, get the highlight reel. Okay, But then there's other students that I'm going to say, hey, once you get to this position, as much as that arm bar is there, okay, let's just, not just to lie run. down on the guy. Lie yeah. down on top of the guy. Get the win. Okay, I
0: understand. I understand that, but I I still feel that that's kind of a different thing because you know what, Tommy DeVito is an NFL quarterback. At, at some point, he knows how to throw a ball. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, and, and, and and let me let me ask let me ask you this because I'm I'm gonna throw something back at you because this is something that you said, fourth and one, and they ended up kicking the field goal, right? Did you not say that you wanted them to go for it on fourth and one to end the yeah. game? yeah
1: i would have I, 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 I would have i would have gone for it
0: that's yeah
1: i would have gone for it i would have gone that's for it to win
0: right yeah that's an example but, of a but, to
1: win okay but dable who has balls who is the king of going fourth and one going fourth and one early in the game middle of the game almost at any point that was dable's thing that he, i think he brought to the nfl and all of a sudden everybody else wants to go fourth and one in the first drive of the game and stuff That was Dable's thing. Dable's the king of taking risks like that. Why Why do you think they they didn't take the risk? It's not because he wasn't trying to win the game. It's because the team has not given him a reason to believe that. We've gone fourth and and one how many times this season and failed on fourth and one.
0: Barkley there. Saquon Barkley, what what did he run for? We lost fourth and ones with Saquon Barkley. But wouldn't you want to put the ball in in your superstar's hand? Isn't that the reason why he's there?
1: Sure, but so if one you have. Yard. Okay, but if you have Saquon Barkley and you I have Gano. It,
0: you wanted them to go for it.
1: Walt, I know <laughs> I said that, but I was okay with the field goal also because Gano is supposed to be the most, if I'm not mistaken, before this season, before today, Gano was the most reliable kicker in the entire NFL. The entire NFL last season, end of last season, for as for for whatever happened with the Giants at the end of the season, Gino was the one thing that was a sure thing in the entire NFL. Okay, so you have a sure thing thirty-five yards away, and then you have Saquon Barkley, which is as close, the, the best player you have on the offense. So you have, it's almost like a coin toss. Either way, it's supposed to be a sure thing. Can Saquon Barkley get a yard? Yeah, 99% of the time he can. Can Gano make that field goal? 99% of the time he can. Either way, it would have been good. If Barkley doesn't make that one yard, you guys got the same field position. If we make the field goal, okay, or we miss the field goal, it's almost the same exact thing. The Jets are still coming from that same position. So it's almost like, there was really no chance for 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 us to really lose a game with the exception of missing the field goal and then and then reacting to that poorly i don't know no, man well i guess we'll
0: we'll agree to disagree on this one you know because I, I i think if if you have a superstar running back and you can't ask him to get one yard um then then why, why do you have him here in the first place then what do you have, have a superstar say-
1: kicker for them
0: but, but but, but, him, but, but, no, he, but he is a is, superstar kicker. Okay. But the difference is you're talking about a game that's being played in bad elements. You're talking about a, a game that's being played in a driving rain. You know what I'm saying? It is easier, in my opinion, to get the one yard on the ground than to have a, a kick that that requires a catch by your placeholder. He's gotta be able to make sure that he handles the ball, a wet ball that's coming mm-hmm. to him. Put it down on the right hat on the right hash. You gotta you gotta t- There are so many other things that can go wrong Absolutely. in a kick than a one-yard run. And that's and you want why to know what you just did well. Mm-hmm.
1: You just justified why he did not let DeVito throw the ball.
0: You no, know, that's that's still totally different, bro. <laughs> that's, still, that's how can you different. say?
1: Well, how can you Zach, say Zach that? Wilson was throwing the ball. Yeah, I know, but Zach Wilson actually has pro NFL experience. Three years of it now. Okay. okay? But, but DeVito is in a rookie year that he's never played before, and his first game is going to be with not understanding and not having good receivers and in the rain. But, so if we can't use that argument for DeVito, we should absolutely not use that argument for the best kicker in the game. I, I I all right. Like I said, we're gonna we're gonna I'm just gonna table this and
0: we're I, just gonna I, have to agree. I need to, to I need to
1: understand. I need to understand how it's how, how the because argument is you know for he, the he,
0: here, here's what it is: there are plenty of rookie quarterbacks that enter a game and they don't sit there and hand off the ball for the entirety of the game, irregardless of whether they've they've had experience or not. At some point, I'm talking about that the coordinator, the coordinator, the coordinate, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. At some point the coordinator will dial up a pass for him. It's it, it's it's you cannot tell me it's, that it, just this, because he's a that's working not the coach. argument
1: I'm making. I'm talking about your argument of saying that, like under these conditions, you don't kick it. So then why do you throw it under those same conditions? Be,
0: because you you because you're not, and again with the veto, I'm not asking you to throw a 30-yard post pattern, I'm mm-hmm. asking you to throw a one-yard pass to your running back in the flat that to me that is not that's that there's there's no equivalence to that and trying to make a 30-yard field goal you're asking him to throw one yard just to loosen up the defense that's that's what i'm trying to say i I mean i I understand i understand your your trepidation when it comes to the fact that he's a rookie and he's been placed and there's a lot of pressure but you know what this happens all the time in the nfl and you don't see the coach says well you know what because he's a rookie i'm just going to give the ball to my my running back 30 times for the rest of the game it just doesn't happen it just doesn't happen and that's that's the problem i'm not and again i'm not asking you to to make him feel like all of a sudden he has to be john elway and throw the ball 80 yards down the down the field i'm just saying you know what loosen up that defense by throwing a one a yard out by yeah, by, I mean, by doing those type of things to enable Saquon some space to run the ball, so you can win the game. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, 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 like we can we
1: can we can move on from here. Uh, I'll just say that, like, I, I would understand that if if the strategy that he did employ didn't put us in a position to win the game.
0: All right, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna agree to disagree on that, and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have your opinion, I have mine, so yeah. that's cool. Um. Let's let's talk about what are we gonna talk about now? I i'm I'm a little annoyed, I'm a little annoyed, I'm a little annoyed at the way my, my team reacted, and specifically two people. I'm a little annoyed at how my team reacted after the game. You know what I'm saying? Like like I was watching, I was watching th- this is a game where the Jets should have just gone into the locker room, closed the doors, and gone straight home. I didn't want to hear from them. I didn't need to he- I didn't need to. I didn't need sign sound bites from them, but instead, what did we get? We get Salah talking about Woody Johnson, talking about how oh, it's great to be the king of New York, which I can't understand how you can make that statement after the shit show that we saw for how many how, how many minutes was that? That was sixty plus minutes of absolute garbage on the yeah. field, right? The worst you game don't you I've don't see that life. you don't say that, and then on top of that. I don't like the fact that Zach Wilson comes out and and talks about after playing the type of game that he did. And again, maybe some of it was his fault. Maybe some of it wasn't. But for him to come out and say, you know what? 24 seconds, no problem. I was confident we were going to win that game. And I I appreciate the belief in your teammates, but the cockiness and the arrogance to say that after the game that they just had, I I, I can't I, and again, that was just two players. The other players were were mad rightfully so talking about how you know what, we played lousy, we played we played like garbage. There's clearly a lot of things they need to fix before Monday night. but for the two leaders of that the, of that team to come out and do that after that game, i'm sorry I, yeah. I i really have a problem with that
1: yeah i mean i uh if, if anything that you know there was there was a quote-unquote rivalry going on but that rivalry was going on mainly between the fans it seemed like there wasn't really a rivalry between the teams mm-hmm. uh but if but zach wilson he's he's public enemy number one in the giant's eyes now in my opinion i mean that guy like shit all over us. like you know like, like you know as if he's like some something to look at you know uh I think it, it it points more to actually what I think is the biggest problem with Zach, and that the problem is that he's ignorant. I think that he has a lot I'm of ignorance. Sure. This, is, this is one of the reasons why he made that stupid comment last year of like, "Oh yeah, you don't take any blame." It's that came out of ignorance, and it shows that he still has ignorance. You know, it's it's you know, you don't have to, you don't even have to say anything, you know, bad about anything. You could just say like, all you had to say was like, "I'm just glad we won the game." You know when yeah. the Bills won that game against us, even though they know they should have lost it. What did Josh Allen do when he was asked? He was like, uh, "It was ugly, and you know what? I'm just glad that we came with win." He knew that they, that there was nothing else that he could have done. He was just like, "You know what? I'm just glad that we won." You know, Listen, next I,
0: I, I can, I can, I can even I can the even way that Zach, By the
1: way, by the right. way that he did it with this smug exactly. smirk exactly. and laugh
0: exactly, because I, I can, I can deal with him coming up to the podium and say, "You know what?" When we went into that 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 huddle, we had a feeling like we could win this game. Like we we had a feeling that we were gonna go down the field. That's fine, right? Because you want your quarterback to, to feel that way, right? It's it's exactly what you said: the smugness of oh, 24 seconds, no problem. That's the thing that oh. I have an oh. issue with, Zach. You know what I'm saying? So I you know it's it, it's very hard, but then. You, you hear the comments by the other the other players. You had Morstead, who's who was very very emotional after the game, because you know he goes and he said, you know what, this team really cares about themselves. This team more so than any team that I've ever been a part of. There they they are like a family, and that's why I love these this iteration of the Jets, because every player except for Zach, every player. Has that feeling of 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 family? You know what I'm saying? Like they always have each other's back, and I love
1: that. Um, you know the other the other thing. Um, one more thing is I feel I feel I feel like that is a point. Like I can feel that, but I almost feel like the the whole team agrees with that, not with just the exception of Zach. But I do think that maybe Sala's a little bit in that camp too. Like I feel so, that about everyone else, but Zach and Salah they can have their own corner.
0: Here here's the other thing, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna reference my wife here. Um, because we were watching the press conference with Robert Sala, and she made a comment, and I totally agree with what she says. Robert Sala. It, it, enough with the love show with Zach Wilson. Dude. Zach he went out there and he said, I liked what Zach Wilson did today. In, uh, are you serious? <laughs> she Literally, she said, was he watching the same game that we were watching? Because because at at some point, Robert Sala, you can literally say what everybody is seeing. We did not play well today. Zach Wilson did not play well today. I don't understand the love affair that he has with Zach Wilson, where he cannot say one single negative thing about his play when everybody in the world... Every, right when everybody in the world is seeing it. And she was super frustrated today because she was like, you know what? At some point, why can't Salah just say for say it for what it is? Zach Wilson did not play well today, and we need to fix it. Instead, you want to know what he saw, Zach he Wilson didn't like did any tonight. interceptions. That's all. I, I'm tired of I'm tired of hearing Salah say, you know what? Well, he you don't see the things that we see in practice you don't see the things that we see in the locker room you know what you're right but we see the stuff that he does on the field and you're not calling him out for that
1: yeah, any man. other player i'm super you, over that you, you, i'm you super over, Salah. over that. i mean i know and i'm not I a good fan but i'm over both those guys to be honest with you man like i i, oh, I don't so necessarily like i don't like Salah's body language whenever there's on offense Salah does not look comfortable anytime the camera goes to him Early on in the game, there were some, like, really, it looked like some some really terrible, like, just some really bad offensive play in the beginning of the game or early on in the game. And I could see, it, like, Aaron Rodgers, I had pointed it out, Aaron Rodgers kind of, like, you know, walked away, like, talking to to Salah, almost, like, dismissive of Salah. Um, and, and Salah just kind of staring off, you know, not even acknowledging Aaron Rodgers. And to me, that just looked like, you know, Aaron Rodgers was trying to school him, and and is just kind of like taking it. Um,
0: yeah, but you know what? I don't know. If, if that if that's the case, then then Aaron Rodgers is misdirecting that because if that's the case, he should be he should be directing that fire to Hackett, who was on the field also. Hackett's on the field. No, no, no. Yeah, he was, he was. So you know was. what? That that that's go talk to Hackett. Don't go talk yeah, to Salah about that. You know
1: that's what I'm true. saying? I mean, unless unless Sala's, unless Sala's getting in the way. Maybe that's what's happening. We don't know what's happening, I don't but there's got to so. be a reason why Aaron Rodgers was doing that.
0: I don't, I don't know. I, I but it's it's just there. There are things that even in this win are super frustrating about the Jets. It, it really, really is. Um, so I, listen, it, it it is what it is. You know, I I guess as a Jet fan, you say a win is a win, but for for whatever reason, I I, I walk around, I walk away from this game with a bad taste in my mouth. You know, and I I look at what and let's talk about next week because that that's going to impact what we're talking about here next week um the giants are at the raiders on sunday um that's that's a game that I, I, I need to know your quarterback situation before I can say anything about this game. Because... Well, here's the thing, right? So,
1: like we don't have Terrell Taylor, he's out for the season for sure. You know, if he's got a broken yeah, rib, no rib and confirmed, right? He's got a broken rib. It's gonna be two months for him to recover from a broken rib. Um, and it'll be at least a month before he can actually even get on the field because he's you know, he needs to ramp up before he can get on any field after any kind of fracture. So he's done. Um Daniel Jones uh it was rumored that he might come back for the uh, Raiders game. I don't know why you would. If we lost this game with the Jets, why would you come to why would why would you try to win, you know, why not try to win, but why would you come uh and play or rather come and play? Why would you put Daniel Jones in there to play when there's nothing to right. play for and you're risking uh even more injury, serious injury to Daniel Jones. There's just really so, no point. Not just to think- him, but to Barkley. Like, how do any of the players like, like, like play for this team and in, in this season? It's not. I know that they all. I I think that they all trust Dable. I think that they all know what their abilities are, and I think that they all. I don't think that the locker room is lost in any way. I just think that they're just not clicking the way they expected it to. But aside from that, I don't know how you get motivation to play this season. You know, like. Yeah, but you can't. You can't. So the motivation
0: to play this season is because, you know what? Um, there are 31 other teams looking at your team, looking at your players. There are, right. Saquon Barkley doesn't want to go anywhere.
1: Huh? Saquon Barkley doesn't want
0: to go anywhere, no, right? No, 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 he's no, the no, only tradable asset that we got. Right, but I but I'm talking about other players because clearly there's going to be players here that are not going to be here next year, so that's the that's the Maybe, motivation. Yeah, no, right. that, that you know I
1: understand. I understand that, but, so, but I guess I'm talking about like the key pieces, you know, the people like Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones who have been shown to to be injury prone. How do you put your body on the line when there isn't that? But how do you? a chance at the season, you know. Like, and and I'm just saying this facetiously because, you know, obviously they're going to play. As a yeah. fan. I, I I don't want to see them play. I, I don't want to see him play, and then get hurt in a game that's meaningless. You know, I don't want to see him bring him back early just because we now don't have another quarterback. What are, we're gonna like? When what? Every single week we're hiring people off of other teams' practice squads to replace injuries. This week we got to hire somebody off of somebody else's practice squad to replace. I don't replace think you have the
0: money to do it. I think I think right now you're. I, I was looking excuse me i was looking at this you have less than a million dollars in salary cap you have right to but that's why we hire them off
1: that's why you hire them off for the practice
0: squad they'll get right yeah, like no but, but they if give you're going to minimum but if you're going to you know elevate them to the active squad they've they got to get signed so you know you're you're at you're at the point where you need to you need to get rid of people in order to sign people for for what you need and you have a lot of you have a lot of pieces that you need to bring in for you need offensive line help now you need tight end help because you only have one active tight end on the roster you know now you got to worry about quarterbacks there's a there's yeah, a lot of things
1: fact that we got to replace waller now
0: yeah waller with the hamstring again you know that's that was the fear with waller waller is waller is a talent but waller is fragile and and we're seeing that here you know um i so let me let me ask you this question um before we move on to the jet game. Do you think that with the Tuesday um deadline for, for the tr- the trading deadline, do you think the giants become sellers now? Do you think they start they start selling off here's the thing? If you start too. selling off pieces, then just by extension, you're 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 kind of setting yourself up for a losing season which at the end of the year could translate into a higher draft pick right right i mean you're you're doing it it in a way where you're doing it in a way where you're not alienating alienating your your current players by saying well you know we're not going to play him and we're not
1: going to play him like like, i don't want to be i don't want to be this guy i don't want to be this guy that 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 says you know um you know blow it all up and sell them and stuff like that but there's a chance that we, we we may not ever have another shot right so we have some assets that we can sell right and we're in a potential position to 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 get a generational talent uh in the offseason season and draft but that means giving up on every single thing that we did this year that seemed to be you know um Seem to be good for us. I mean, like, you know, and then on top of that, we have like these guys, it just sucks. <laughs> these guys don't want to go anywhere. They don't, you know. Uh like, like, first of all, who's gonna take Daniel Jones? We would have to get rid of we if we if we're getting rid of the whole team. You can't
0: get rid of Daniel Jones. Just just the, the fact that he's injured, but the fact that he has that contract, you, it, Daniel Jones is here until you can cut him. That's, that's, that's just the reality of it. I mean, unless, unless,
1: unless you eat the contract, unless you eat like 40% of the contract and then just take Caleb or draft uh, and you, you play whoever you draft, you know, you can eat part of the contract and then, but then that's the thing. That's why I said that you gotta get rid of everybody. If you're gonna, if you're gonna get rid of someone, you gotta get rid of everyone because you're gonna have to eat Daniel Jones's contract. Um uh and then you wouldn't want to keep that you're gonna have to make up for that all in uh in draft capital and basically rebuild the team. So essentially, uh Joe Shane has uh 48 hours to decide if he's rebuilding the team or not. Oh my gosh,
0: that is crazy. That is is that's only and it's only only
1: uh it's only week seven. That is
0: insane to to start thinking about that. After after last year, that is
1: just insanity. Let me yeah, ask so you a question saying, But that's what I'm saying. So like, if you, either you either you sell off completely or you don't sell at all, because you either have to trust on the moves that you made. I think you know, obviously, keeping like with 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 K like starting to show out. We have good corners, defenses putting it together. um Andrew Thomas being on there. You think that you have your quarterback as long as you can protect them and Daniel Jones. Um and and Saquon Barkley is back and he's starting to work. Uh, if you can just put it together with some of your receiving options, which which is still this, this is our biggest that biggest issue last year was receiving, right? We thought that it we was. solved that problem. We obviously did not. Oh no, no, uh I, I kept on telling you be the biggest issue, right? So so I kept
0: on telling you you guys didn't have a wide receiver one. And it's coming back. right no, and I think, and, and right. I knew that we didn't, I knew that we didn't, but I it was didn't supposed think to be Darren be Waller, it was supposed to be Darren Waller, he was supposed to kind of supplant that wide he, receiver he, he one. No, see,
1: Darren Waller, I think that the way they looked at it is the same way that I looked at it, it as like, okay, Darren Waller comes in in there to give us a, a bit of a threat, but we still didn't have a wide receiver one, and that was okay because we had Daniel Jones' legs and 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 uh and um. saquon barkley's legs too it just turned out that both of those legs were dead as well so
0: so so here's here's the thing you wouldn't keep down daniel jones um because you have him kind of locked in for for at least the next year so this is my feeling I, i i think you know out of all the pieces you keep daniel jones because you let him play next year you still draft the quarterback but you let him sit for that year to learn under Daniel Jones. And then at the end of the year, you know, the the contract is is built so that you can easily cut him without right.
1: a big hit to the to the salary cap. Right. You know? But that's why I say that you don't get rid of anybody because whoever you're building for Daniel Jones, then that's also who you're building for the next quarterback.
0: I w- I would, I would, if there's a market for Barkley, I, I hate to say it, I would get rid of him. Because 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 I'm and we have good.
1: nothing because we don't have a we don't have a running back too.
0: Yeah, but you, you said the running backs are easy to get in the draft, right? So get one in the Yo, draft. Listen, Saquon well, Barkley, Barkley is on a franchise tag and he
1: doesn't want to leave.
0: Think about that. I, I I understand that, but you know what? He'll he'll go, he doesn't have much of a choice in the matter, you know what I'm saying? If
1: if he's yeah, traded, I mean, he's traded. You know, the you way know? that I look at it is we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna draft high anyway. You know, we, we we don't need to get rid of Saquon Barkley to get draft capital. <laughs> no, no, you actually you do because you only got six picks next year. Six picks is bad. Yes, that's, need, true. That's, need, that's true. You we need need to we trade. Do. I understand that you need I need to trade that. people to I, get some draft the, capital. The thing is I still have faith. I still have faith in a lot of the pieces. I think I do think that we have a lot of good pieces. We're not putting all the pieces together, but I don't think that the pieces you know are bad. And that's, that's where I stand. Like, we're going to trade just to get p- – to replace the same pieces that we got? I I, I don't I don't think so. Um, it'd be a different yeah, thing decision, if we need to rebuild. Like, that's the thing. You got to make the decision whether you're rebuilding or not. I don't think the team needs to rebuild. That's ultimately what it is. I think that we are basically – I think that we need to look at this as the middle of a rebuild and not a need to rebuild. Because oh, I think no. that if we – I think that if we if we just get if we gel a little bit better and we get some some help at the at the receiving core, I and we freaking protect Daniel Jones or whoever our quarterback is, whoever it is, if we can just get a little bit more QB protection, then I think that we have everything that we need. And it's a matter of like, maybe it's maybe it is the coaching then. Because that, if that, you have
0: that draft cap, capital is going to help because it's going to be it's going to enable you to a get a bunch of bodies in there for depth because again what what was one of the things that we talked we talked about yeah, with the Giants the depth, the yeah. depth was going to be an issue and here it is we're talking about depth issues with the Giants so getting that draft capital a gets you that depth that you need but b it also gives you the flexibility that if you see that there's that that great tackle that you you can You can get and you can move up in the draft. You have the means to do it. And the Giants right now, I think they're pretty good with the defense. I think I think you can add a couple of parts here. That offense needs a lot. Here's the thing though. Okay, if we go into here's the
1: thing though, if we trade Barkley, then we're definitely absolutely going into rebuild because we're trading for draft capital so that we can rebuild. Essentially, and if you're doing that, then that means that you're going to need to get a new quarterback, which means that that new QB needs to kind of uh, build up this uh, rebuilding team, which isn't going to be re- like built until year three, really, of any quarterback. Right. Is, the, is the Daniels, defense that what we Daniels, have now going to be there four years from now?
0: But the, the Giants, you know, I, I don't look at the Giants as a team that's a player away they're they're multiple players away so you're still looking at year three or four
1: before they're good anyway see that's where i disagree that's where i disagree because i think that i think that we we are a handful of players away for sure we're just a handful of players away but we we, what we're missing is is just the cohesion right so like when you know our, our 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 offense, when our offense is really bad, our defense. You know, in the beginning of the season, everything was bad. Offense, defense, special teams. Okay, defense True. finally got their shit together. Offense is starting to get their shit together, but we're missing the key points that we needed. Right? Um, that they're coming back. Like, what would the game? What would the game today have been? It looked like potentially, potentially. Okay, if you yeah, have Daniel Jones with uh, with uh, uh, Saquon Barkley running um, and the defense playing the way that they were. I think that you would have a much different game because now you got to worry about Daniel Jones's running his ability to throw to some of the uh, some of the some of the receivers that he likes to throw to slate in to 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 Waller, even though he did get hurt. Um, I think that you would have had a much different game, you know, being able to have Daniel Jones uh, as a better threat. And I think that, Mm -hmm. you know. Especially with the O line, the way that it's been playing the last two weeks, I don't think that they were great, but they've been much, much, much better than those, four. like, like two different O lines since Pugh came in. Just absolutely two different O lines. Uh, I think he that has, has provided play. Some stability there. He has provided some. Stability yeah, and it's from. not just like by happenstance. It's two weeks in a row that we've had more than two weeks now, right? Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I- think so this is the third game yeah? yeah I think so yeah so ever since he came in he's provided that stability that we need or two we got JMS back as well all we need is Andrew Thomas back too I think that like I think that it's at this point that we would be good if Daniel Jones was able to get back and all that mm-hmm. stuff it's just that it doesn't matter now because we've lost so much
0: so yeah. again
1: my thing is not so much that we need we, we definitely need players but I don't think that we need to rebuild I just think this is a case of, you know, wrong time, wrong place. But so, anyway, we're we're getting a little bit long in the tooth on that one. The yeah, Jets that, have. Uh, who do you guys let's got get over to the
0: Jets? We got the Chargers, man. Monday night. So oh, yeah, that's right. I, I I'm actually I'm actually looking forward to going to that game just because I've never been to a, a MetLife uh, game at night. So this is going to be my first night game over there. And I, I do like the way the Jets have the the bracelets that are kind of synced to yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the the control board in in the stadium, so they right. can kind of like light it up. Um, the thing the thing that I worry about, and here again we're we're talking about a a, a week eight matchup. Um, last year with the Jets, what happened in week eight? They lost uh, A B T, and they lost Brees Hall. This week, what happened with the, with the Jets? They lose Conor McGregor. They lose Alan McGregor.
1: Conor McGovern.
0: I always do that with that guy, right? <laughs> Listen, uh, at, at this point, I would I would welcome Conor McGregor over there because he could probably knock out Dexter Lawrence and give Zach Wilson some peace, right? Mm. But you have a uh, Conor McGovern that was injured. Then you had Schweitzer, uh, who was injured. Al Woods suffered the Achilles tendon, so that's now three Achilles tendon injuries that the Jets have suffered this year alone. You know, what I'm saying Week Eight is not good for the that eighth game of the season is not good for, you know, the seventh game. I'm sorry, it's not good for the Jets um, because it seems like that's where all the injuries happen for this team. I I I I generally don't know what team we're going to get on Monday night. And you know, I I know this is a team that's going to play good defense, maybe not great defense, right? And and that's something that we we have to we have to think about here. They have been playing better. They have been playing better. I'm not ready to call them a great defense when this is a defense that gives up 350 yards a game. That is not that is not that context. is not well,
1: context. Yes, they have been, but we're talking about the teams that you guys have been playing. Look I what you guys did today with that, that team.
0: I understand that, and yes, look what they did against a bad team. They allowed them to run for almost 220 yards on the ground today. You know what I'm saying? That when, that, that is a team. That is a, a great defense doesn't do that. So uh, I think that the Jets are they, a very they, they, a very they, good they,
1: defense right now. They can I, I, when they can when 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 the offense that you're playing against only passes 14 times in the whole game. Yeah, but this
0: is this is this is this is not an isolated incident for the jets. They have problems with big time running backs. Yeah, that is I, mean, just, I guess so. Yeah. yeah, that's just the fact of the matter with the jets. So I'm not ready to anoint them like DJ Reed did as the 85 bears. I think they are very good defense that is on the rise. And today was a step forward because you know what? They didn't have a slow start like they did in previous games. So I think the, the defense is getting better with every game, but I'm not ready to call them a great defense yet. I I'm I ready to say, oh so I think they're a very, very good defense that is trending toward a great defense, but they're not there yet. There are clearly things that they need to work on before you can you can put that label on them. So mm-hmm. I I know that the Chargers are gonna have their hands full because again, the Chargers are high powered offense with uh, Justin Herbert there, and that plays to the strength of the Jets, right? Whenever there's a, a very good quarterback, the Jets rise to that level. With Sauce Gardner, with DJ Reed, with Michael Carter, and the slot, you know they're very good at, you know, um, defending the pass. It's the run defense that is still kind of sketchy with them. So I know we're gonna get great defense. I know we're gonna great get great special teams play from the Jets. I don't know what the hell we're going to get with the offense, and, and that—that's—that's that's the problem with this team. They're so jekyll and hide with this. I can't tell you for certain what's going to happen on Monday, because I don't know. And and to me, there's a part of uh, there's a part of it that thinks that the Jets organization doesn't know what they're going to get on Monday from that offense. So that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? So, I would tend to think that the Chargers f- would probably be. The underdogs in this game, based on the fact that the Jets' defense is a very good defense, but that offense, I man, they they are truly the wild card for this team as they have been for the last two years. I I can't, I don't know what to, I can't tell you if the Jets win this outright or if they struggle and it's another, uh, it's another 20 to 19 type game where, you know, half of MetLife Stadium is, is taking, you know, heart blockers because all of them are having heart attacks on what's going on with,
1: with this game here. You well, know I almost mean? had a heart attack myself today. So. It, it
0: is, it is, it is, I, it's amazing. I, I can't, I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know how to grade the jets going forward.
1: Well, we'll see. I mean, it's uh it, it's funny that week eight and, uh, you're, you, we still don't know who the jets are. Um, uh I think that the defense is still going to play great. I think the defense is top 10. I think a lot of people, and, and this is on record, a lot of, there's a lot of organizations that could, you know, uh that consider the Jets top five, you know, some even top three. Um, But uh I think that the defense is still going to play really great. I think special teams is going to put you guys in positions to, 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 to play great as well. Um Part of why the defense plays so well, plays so well is because of, Morstead and his kicking ability, and just put, pinning your opponents and forcing them to make to have to play in a way that's a little bit more favorable to your defense. Um, and yeah, I think it's just every single week is a wild card with uh Zach, you know, Zach is wild, so you have it's, no idea what game is going to show up. So, um, good luck to you guys. Uh, I hope, uh, I hope you guys lay an egg. I wish you laid it to bay, but. Unfortunately, it was us that we laid the the bigger egg today. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I'm gonna go to MetLife on Monday, and we'll see how we'll see how that goes. Um, so then actually, actually, next thing, next thing, next we're thing. probably
1: gonna have a little bit of a delayed cast because if you're going to the game on Monday, right. we're not gonna be recording until the day after. So, maybe have <laughs> so a little bit of a delayed uh delayed cast on that one, but it doesn't matter yeah. since the Giants suck and our season is over. So. He really well.
0: Yes, I think if your yeah, you, quarterback,
1: teams, if you know, we would have quarterback to
0: situation was different. I, I'd say you might still have a chance, but yeah, you're you're kind of right. Yeah. As as of right now, um, let's see where the Giants are in terms of playoff positioning, which is probably not going to be good, but we can check, right?
1: I mean, I don't know how we are not the worst team in the league after today
0: uh standing wise in terms of the playoffs um
1: i think we still even have a shot at the wall card but
0: you are the, of the as world. of this well yeah you're pretty far um you are you are the third worst team in in the conference excuse me <coughs> the only teams that are worse is carolina and arizona so but, but listen, you're only two games out, you know, um, the top, the guys, the guys that are sitting in the seventh spot is Minnesota. They're four and four. So you got a chance.
1: And they just lost her cousins. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you, you're looking at Minnesota. You're looking at the, everybody is kind of bunched up there. Minnesota and new Orleans are four and four. And then you look at Tampa. The Rams, Washington, they they have three wins and everybody else has two. So you're you're not technically out of it yet. You're only two games back of a wild card, but the yeah. quarterback situation really, really kind of fucks yeah. things up for you.
1: You know. So well, anyway. The Jets are. I wish I could see that this was fun, but it was not. Yeah, the Jets. Uh, just I'm glad that we were, ripped off the bandit and got it over with earlier in the season than later.
0: Just for clarity, the Jets are right behind Cleveland for that last uh, wild card spot. So mm-hmm. you know, um, that's that's where the Jets are in terms of playoff standing. So listen, um I I think we've we've droned on enough about Jets Giants. Uh let's not do this
1: again for another four years. Um to think that I almost that that I wanted this every single year. <laughs> not if they're gonna play like the yeah, way they play is,
0: today. Um, that is true. That that today was again, I it, this was the worst game that I think I've ever seen. Period. That that's how bad this game was. And and yes, we may have won, but I don't feel
1: I don't feel oh it's don't a Zach feel and like Robert Salah, dude. So that's okay. They feel they, they 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 can feel the win for for you, okay?
0: Listen, I I guess a win is a win, right? So you take your wins as you can. So anyway, um, I think we're gonna we're gonna call this. Uh, I think we've had enough misery for one day, um, and uh, you know, thanks. Thank you everyone for for joining this cast. If you've gotten here this long, please remember to subscribe, hit that notification button for when new episodes come out, and definitely let us know in the comments. Are we crazy? Did we did we say something stupid? Look how sad I, was. I was.
1: look. At my eyes. This is like from crying all day from. The, the, the heartbreak of this just, listen, game just put in
0: the comments gabe it'll be okay <sighs> just just do that you know what i'm saying so um you know next week we'll like like gabe said we're going to be a little late with our podcast we're we'll probably releasing on wednesday um just just no yeah, probably on Wednesday, just because yeah, starting yeah, yeah. on Tuesday, really and a stuff. little bit
1: of a midweek cast for you guys. Yeah,
0: you know, but it's all good. Hopefully, hopefully it's going to be a more positive cast than this one here. So,
1: all right. Somebody so from lie out of time, retirement, please. Oh my gosh. Yeah, please. listen, any
0: anything, right? Oh. <laughs> just bring Kurt Warner back for God's sakes, right? So, yeah. all right. Anyway, um, guys, from everybody here at the Blue versus Green show, go Giants.
1: Oh, no, 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 you're not going to make me say that. I say go Giants. You say. Let's go. go. No, hell no. Get the hell out of here.
0: Nope.
1: Go Giants. And go Jets.